Welcome, everybody, to Suck It. I am the great and powerful king of kings, prince of all that is awesome. Derek, how the fuck is everybody tonight on this January 11th of the the crazy year that has been 2021 so far? 11 days in, we're already fucking questioning our whole entire lives. But, you know, that's all fine because tonight... I've got some good, i got a good band on, a new band out of uh, Minnesota. We're going to be talking to them. Plus, on top of that, the national championship game is on, right? We'll be starting about 15 minutes here. Ohio State versus Bama. As you can see, I'm all ready to go and watch the game. Actually, I'm watching it right now. It's on my TV in front of me. So, if I kind of zone out, don't, you know, don't, don't pay attention to me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'll be paying attention to them. Um... But I'm ready to go. Ohio State's been looking great this year, even though they only played seven games. But um, they're looking great. They killed fucking Clemson for the first time ever on the first. So hopefully that's a sign of things to come. But we'll see. Um, we will see. But we're not here to talk football. We're here to talk music. Because that's what I do best on this show. It's talk music. So tonight, the band I have on tonight is a band called Soviet Machines. They're out of Minneapolis, Minnesota. They just, they're getting ready to put out their first album produced by a legend in the business that has worked with, um, I can't even talk tonight, Soundgarden and Nirvana. So we'll talk about that and more and a whole bunch of other cool shit. So without any further ado, please welcome to the show, the band, Soviet Machines. What's Hello. going on, guys? What's happening? How you guys doing? Good. Can't complain. How's life in southern Canada? <laughs> it's cold. It's snowy. It's nice. I don't know. We like it. Not as bad as some of the previous winters, though, to be honest, weather-wise. Right. Yeah, I have a friend who lives in Minnesota, and she said it's been kind of mild this year. It's been super mellow for a winter. Mm-hmm. Quite surprising. Yeah. I mean, where I'm at, I'm right outside of D.C., We've had a, um, we only had one snowstorm, but it's been cold. Yeah. Cold, cold. But like, yeah, it's been in the twenties and the teens almost every day. Shitty dude. I wish there was snow in that situation too. It's something to look at. You're in DC? Yeah. I'm right outside DC. Yeah. Crazy man. Yeah. Yeah, I I barely left my house and I'm not going anywhere near the fucking beltway. Let me just tell you. Sorry to hear that dude. Luckily, I'm like 45 minutes outside of DC, so I don't have to worry about it. But it, I, I don't want, I don't want to go anywhere near that fucking place right now. Right. That place is a cesspool right now, and I don't even want. Oh. A little crazy. It is. Crazy. I mean, I don't know what you guys' political affiliation is, but you know the uh, the the events over the last week have just been fucking heinous, in my opinion. We're apolitical, <laughs> but uh, living like ostriches, we, the best that we can. We, we, dude, yeah, I mean, with the capital, I mean, it, it, 
how could you not think it's fucking crazy? Like, what's going on? It's absolutely nuts. Yep. I feel really bad for anyone who got hurt and the turmoil that has ensued. And it's yeah. fucking crazy. Got to acknowledge it. It definitely happened. You know, yeah. fucking insane. I'm sorry to you. I hope that you're feeling safe out there. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, luckily, I, I mean, I don't feel not safe where I'm at. I mean, like I said, I'm about 45 minutes outside of D.C., so luckily nothing came this way, but watching everything that unfolded last Wednesday, I'm just sitting in my house going, holy shit, this is happening 45 minutes from my house. Like, I mean, I, it was absolute pandemonium, and I mean, obviously, it's unlike anything we've ever seen in our lifetime. I mean, it's it's insanity, but... You know, what are we going to do? Well, I mean, and, and supposedly they're planning another fucking march on the on the 20th, but who fucking knows? Right, dude. It's fucking insanity. I mean, we had a similar, I mean, I don't know if it's a similar event, but, you know, the whole George Floyd thing that happened over summer, like, and <sighs> crazy times, man. It's just absolutely fucking crazy. I just wish that everybody would be a little safer and a little bit smarter. A little more tolerant. Yeah, there are better things than politics for sure. You know, there really just, are. And and I've been just, I've been avoiding enjoy life and, hang out <clears> and have again. fun and yeah. play music. Exactly. You know? Yeah. I mean, I've been avoiding the politics stuff as much as I can. I mean, I had a comedian on um, a couple weeks back that is known for his political views by the name of Steve Hofstetter, and you know that was about as political as I got is that at that time. Um, but I mean. I've been trying to avoid it, but it's like it's hard not to talk about it because social just... media makes it dangerous territory. You know, you can't it, like one way or another. Somebody you know is going to hate you for liking something politically. You true. know, like that's whether true. it's liberal or conservative, like somebody's going to be fucking mad. And like that's that's the whole point, in my opinion. I'm I'm like sick of it taking up the whole airwaves. You know, like yeah. everybody's so distracted yeah. with this chaotic arguing about how somebody else feels all the time instead of just having their opinion and sticking to their guns and just fucking being cool to everybody like you should as a human. You know. Yeah. I mean, there's bigger things in the world going on and, you know, other than, you know, the politics stuff. I mean, COVID's still running fucking rampant. You know, it's getting worse. Um, you know, the mental health crisis in this country because of COVID is at its peak. Um, mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's it's never been this bad. The amount of suicides that we had last year, you know, the amount of this and that. I mean, it's uh, enough is enough. You know, it's it's time to just hold each other's hand, you know, red, blue, in the middle, whatever, and just say, fuck it, we're Americans. Can we please move the fuck on? We just all be purple now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Damn, I, I'd rather be purple at this point. But, um, you know, it is what it is. You know, I'm trying to distract myself with other fun stuff, like talking to bands and comedians and um, the end of the football season tonight. <laughs> um, right on, dude. The end of the football season for me, at least. I don't watch NFL. <laughs> so, um, however, you know, the one team I do actually pay attention to, you know, the Browns won yesterday, so I'm going to have to pay attention to that. We'll have to see how that goes. Fuck yeah, dude. But anyway, enough about that kind of stuff. How's things going for you guys? I mean, you know, one of the great things about, um, and, I, and I've started this conversation the exact same way with every indie band. Um, over the last year that I've been talking to them. Um, it's kind of been a great thing for indie bands this last year. You know, it's been a blessing and a curse because a lot of the major bands, major acts aren't putting out music because they can't tour behind it. 
But the indie bands are sitting there saying, okay, well, let me go ahead and we're still going to put out music. We're still going to do this. We're still going to do that. And the attention's kind of been on that side of music for the last six mm-hmm. to eight months. Um, what was your guys' idea behind putting out this record now? Um, well, yeah, I, I would agree with that statement. I think, yeah, a lot of independent bands such as ourselves, I mean, yeah, we, you know, when we've reformed and kind of thrived in this time, I'm just getting back to basics and almost, you know, not having shows and stuff. It was, uh, it, it helped us focus more on just making the record, you know, getting the band, you know, back together and, uh, you know, doing this justice and really going for it. So. Yeah, it was it was great for us this past year. I mean, we we reformed the band. We made a, a great record, and you know, got to record with one of our heroes. So it's been a good year for us. I mean, a chaotic one and uncertain, but uh, I don't know. We got twenty twenty one now, and other you know changes on the rise, and we'll we'll just take it day by day. You know, I get surprised every day with the news. You know, good and you're not the only one. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so what was the idea? What, what, what made you guys reform and, and get back together and decide to do this? Nobody wanted to play. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, me and Jack knew each other, like, you know, we grew up with each other. We were friends in high school, yeah. had a band, band split, but yeah, we hadn't really jammed in like a decade. And like, I'm part of another band. Jack is in a different band or in a different band, but like with COVID, you know, we're a little bit older too, you know, we're in our late twenties, early thirties, people are having kids and they have different lives and we have our own lives too, but, um, we just need to play music and we found time to play music with each other. We got together, we jammed out, sounded good. Really serendipitous, less synchronicity and kind of the timing of everything. Yeah. Yeah. For real. And it's great too. I mean, it's really weird not playing concerts going back your last question but like there are fewer distractions so you can focus more on the business aspect of it Mm -hmm. which is a plus it's positive and like if we would have reformed any other time there's no way that we would have gotten into a studio with jack and dino you know that would have been a year out yeah us preparing for that going into it so there are positives the negative being there aren't many live shows but yeah nobody wanted to play nobody can play right now because of covid (laughs) that's pretty much it yeah i mean yeah and that's the worst part. I mean, it's great that, you know, Spotify and Amazon and iTunes are, you know, spotlighting, you know, indie bands because they're the only ones putting out records right now. But at the same time, you know, they're listening to an album versus going to them. Yeah. <laughs> what was that? What'd you say? I said they're still getting their full membership fees for not paying anybody shit, though. That's kind of <laughs> a whole other conversation. That's a whole other conversation. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm paying my fourteen ninety five a month for Amazon Music and still getting the same stuff from a year or two ago. <laughs> um, but again, at the same time, though, like I said, it's been nice to where I will interview a band, um, you know, from Earshot, you know, and a week or two later after their album debuts, boom, it's in the the spotlight. You know, it's being featured. Um, it's happened quite a few times um, that I've been talking to the same, you know, talking to people from Mike, and it's it's been pretty cool. Um, yeah. cause then I'll reach back out to them. Like, did y'all see this? And they'll be like, hell yeah, we did. Or no, we didn't. And it's really cool. So, I mean, it's, uh, it's definitely got a positive, but at the same time, you know, especially for, you know, a new band or an indie band and, you know, getting it out there now they're being featured and you're seeing 
this band for the very first time, you're listening to that album going, damn, these are guys are really fucking good, and then can't fucking see them. But at the same time, right. at least they're listening to it for the very first time, and you're now you're on their radar. And it gives time for the buzz to kind of generate, you know, like shaking a soda can a little bit, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, once you can go see that band in, in concert, you know, it's like, right, sweet. I've been listening to their shit for like a couple weeks now or months now or however long, you know? Yeah. And I think... I'm going to go off track here, too. Go ahead. Before COVID, too, I just feel like, you know, we kind of took music, live music, especially for granted. True. And I know a lot of people, you know, live music, you know, we're kind of moving towards a, a digital age where we're not going to be really going to shows and stuff. But I don't know, maybe if we pump the brakes with this COVID thing, maybe we'll come to shows. Yeah. That'd be great, too, because we are live music fans. My yeah. experience, dude, going to a yeah. live concert, that's awesome, especially in a small club or it's wherever, whatever you prefer. Like it, yeah. yeah, it really isn't anything like it. So hopefully after this, people will appreciate it a little bit more because we are really like a live band. We want to play live. I think via social media, too, like a lot of the artist types, a lot of the musicians and stuff are really getting out there to their like personal fan bases. You know what I mean? Like a lot of people are kind of, you know, as much as people are pent up as if I'm seeing friends that are putting out new quality content or if, you know, if I'm more prone to check out my friend's band on some video link because I've been sitting around my house all day because I can't work because the restaurants are shut down. You know, that's yeah. true. Yeah. A little bit more time for music discovery. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, I wholeheartedly agree with you. And, 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 you know, I'm a live music fan as well. I mean, in 2019, you know, I saw 10 different shows at, you know, small venues, bigger venues, and, you know, outside, you know, amphitheaters and stuff like that. I mean, I saw everybody from Nothing More and Falling in Reverse to Ice Nine Kills and Slipknot. I mean, I saw it all in 2019. And I, I did take it for granted because the last show I saw was, you know, the day before Labor Day in September, uh, back in, yeah, September of 2019, it was the Slipknot Road Tour. And that was the last show I saw, and I took it for granted. And it's like, what happened? You know, it's been a year and a half since I've seen a show. And Yeah, what the fuck are those guys doing? <laughs> Corey Taylor just released a solo album, actually. That's pretty cool. Okay, he's actually making good use. Oh, oh yeah. He's and his he's solo hard, album. He's a hard working rock well, not only did he release his solo album, he's actually one of the few artists that has done a um, a virtual show. So okay. he he rented he it. rented out the uh, uh, the forum, I think it was, and so a whole arena he rented out and put on a fucking live show. Um, I suppose he probably got it for cheap. It's not like the arena could be used for anything else. Well, good no. for that dude, man. He's making an effort to fucking something. But He's still, that's sweet. Super productive. Yeah, and his that new album is called CMFT, and it's fucking amazing. Um, and you know the uh, the yeah, yeah. the uh, he I think he charged like twenty nine bucks for the tickets. Um, it was live on pay per view or whatever it was, and I watched it. It was great. Um, it was just really cool. I mean, there's been a few that I've watched last year that were really cool. I mean, another band, Trivium, did one. Um, and there's one other one that I saw, too. But it's it's not the same. But at the same time, it's something's better than nothing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. And I'm sure I'm sure it's like a spectacle. Those bands can pull off so much stuff that, like, I mean, as independent, we, we can't. But it's a, I think I'm behind it. Whatever, man. We could get into 7th Street or something. Music. However you digest it is good. And hopefully it gets back to normal soon. But yeah, that's awesome, dude. Yeah, it's, it's you know, again, but at the same time, I know a lot of these bands too are putting together 
some really fucking kick-ass records that are going to come out in the next couple of years. Like, I know Slipknot's putting together, they're in the studio right now as well. I know Avenged Sevenfold's in the studio right now as well. I know Nothing More just got out of the studio. So I know there's a lot of bands that are putting their effort right now. But at the same time, they're not going to put it out until they can tour. So, again, the only bands that are putting out music is indie bands. So I'm just going to continue to consume that as much as I can, as often as I can, because that's where it's at. I mean, that's what that's where the new music is. And, you know, back in September, I made a decision, you know, I'm only going to I'm not going to talk to national bands anymore. I'm only going to talk to indie guys. And that's what I've been doing for the last four months, five months. And I'm going to continue to do that until I talk to everybody because, yeah, you know, thanks, man. <laughs> thanks for having us. Yeah, keep yeah. Seeing a lot for us dude. <laughs> I mean, it's because it's I mean, you guys deserve the spotlight right now. They're they're sitting at home, you know, you know, Ven Sevenfold, you know, M Shadows just came out and said, hey, you know, if it takes us, it takes us three years to put this re- record together. Oh, well, because we can't tour anyway. OK, great. Thank you very much for that update. That that sucks. And now I got to look down at my fucking bat skull tattoo that I have because Avenged Sevenfold is my favorite band. And I know that they fucking have abandoned us as, as fans because they just don't want to tour. They can't tour and they don't want to put out the album. It's like you can't make money. So Screw it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, that, and that kind of upsets me because, you know, I had, what was it? Back in 2017, they were supposed to go on tour. Um, or it's 2018. It was 2017. They, no, 2017, they were on tour with Metallica. And then they were supposed to go on tour again in, in January of 2018 to, you know, to, um, uh, to profile their, uh, the album, The Stage. And then M. Shadows came down with a, um, a severe um, vocal cord infection, and he's just now getting over it, and they're just now in the studio. But it's like, okay, that's three years now that we've heard anything from you. And now you're saying it could take up to three more years? That That's not cool. I mean, yeah. at least give us a single. At least give us yeah. something. Throw the fans a bone yeah. for sure, <laughs> dude. Like, yeah, it's kind of, a, kind of a jerk thing to do. I don't know. It is. It really is. Wouldn't do that. No, we're busting our asses over here. We're trying to do yeah, shit. It's much fun making songs, <laughs> doing it right now, yeah. But I mean, that's what makes you guys, you know, the like, what makes indie bands right now special. Yeah. It is the fact that you guys are putting your asses on the line. You're busting your asses. You know, you you. Did you actually go to Seattle to go go with Jack, or did you guys? Oh, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I, we, we recorded over like two days. Like it was balls to the wall. Like don't yep. fuck up. Yep. It was just, it was also really comfortable though. It was very comfortable. A ton of fun. Like that's the key thing is that it's fun. It's not like a chore. It's not like a job. We went there. We had our shit together. We had an idea of what we wanted to do. Jack and Dino really, uh, I don't know, like-minded. So it worked yeah. out really well. It was easy. It was yeah. super fun. So what? Would, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I mean, working with a guy like that—I mean, produced stuff for Nirvana and Soundgarden and many, many others. What was it like working with that guy? I mean, he's a fucking legend. Really cool. <laughs> for me, as a, it was one of the easiest sessions. I thought I was gonna be a little starstruck by him because, like, I've been a fan of his records since like I was a teenager. Like, getting into music, Nirvana was my first band. Like that, I really, really liked a lot. And so I thought that I was going to approach the situation. It was going to be a little weird, but it totally wasn't. He was totally down to earth. He's just like, yeah, this is the place for really recording. This is who I am. Like super easy, super, super, super easy. Would recommend him to anybody. 
great guy. Yeah, totally. He's just fun and he's funny. He'll indulge you. You know, if you have an idea and you want to do something, he'll be like, let's do it. Yeah, he seems like that kind of guy that would be like that. That's kind of funny, though. Um, was he like overly critical of you guys or no? No, not at all. He was no. super supportive of us, actually. <laughs> it just went, seems like somebody like that would be. <laughs> it just seems like somebody like that with the legend status that he has, who would just be, he would just be nitpicky at everything and just making sure that everything sounds perfect, especially, you know, only recording in a two day period. Well, the good thing about Jack and Dino is, like, I mean, he came up with the grunge kind of like punk rock mentality. And by no means are we like a perfect band. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that we're really professional and we're really tight. But at times, you know, we can be a little rough around the edges. I don't think that's a bad thing. I think that's pretty rock and roll. Yeah, it's intentional. And oh. yeah, like Jack says, it's intentional. And I think he picks up on that. And I think that he works really well with bands like that. Yeah. We're not a band who likes to spend time in the studio we like to go in there banging out and be done with it yeah and he's a working guy too he wants to do the same thing so the thing about music too is it's very subjective so if it's like yeah it's sounding good then we're good you know if we would have gone in there and sucked i would have been like no we're not going to release this right (laughs) like i don't care if we recorded with jack and dino if it sucks it sucks because of us not him Yeah. yeah but he was not critical at all i found him to be very agreeable like supportive, yeah. super supportive i'm very meticulous with my drumming very meticulous like um there's a few things that we did with tuning that he suggested and i was totally open to he's like your toms are a little too low they're kind of flappy and i'm like okay like show me what you want and he like tuned them up and i've been tuning them that way since because he's got a great ear like he's a master but that was his pretty much only criticism of my musical contribution. Um, and, you know, there was a couple of things that we flubbed with guitars and bass, and then he was just like, let's punch that. And I'm like, yeah, let's do that. Like, you know, those are the only criticisms I could really think of that he had. And they're not really criticism. It's just like, let's, I guess we, we approach it in different ways. Just like, let's make this work. Let's make this song sound really fucking good. Mm-hmm. We're not going to disagree with anybody. Let's just do it, you know? When we, we, you know, we always picked the take that just had kind of, I don't know, just had the vibe, had the energy, and you can, you can tell, you know, in the final, the final mixes, you know. There's a, a great energy to it, and that's why people are liking it, I think. I think it's really frictionless, too, because in general, we're all three really, like, pretty humble, down-to-earth people. You know, and, and Jack and Dino was really gentle with his, with his, um, how you say, prodding when he, was trying to, <laughs> when he was trying to get a better vocal take or something. You know yeah. what I mean? He's just like, yeah, that's not, not the one. Do it again. If you're the guy who's not headed and nervous, you're like, damn it, you know, then, then you're going to have had a bad time. But we're, I don't know. We're just, the guy really clicked, I think, with their vibe. The my, group dynamic yeah. was really cool my, in the studio. We had a lot of fun. My favorite expression that he had was when we had a good take, he said, well, He's like, well, that didn't totally suck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, was like, yeah I guess you're right. Was... And that's when we know we could probably yeah. move on. As yeah. we were leaving, that was one of the last couple of things that I heard him say. Was, yeah, you guys don't suck. <laughs> Thanks, dude. <laughs> I think even his, his wife said that when we went to there. He says that you guys, uh, 
Do not suck. Yeah. <laughs> pretty good. Yeah, yeah, they cooked yeah. for us. Thanks, Mia. <laughs> the, hey, that's that's actually a huge compliment coming from him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, absolutely. Great. We had a lot of fun, and yeah, he's he's been a good supporter of us, man. I, I can't wait to work with him again. Well, I mean, I, I listened to the album. It sounds amazing. Um, it really does. I mean, I would have never guessed you guys put that together in two days. Um, it's it is crisp. Um, but it does have that, that nineties, you know, grunge punk sound, um, at the same time, you know, where yeah. you could tell that's what you were going for at the same time, which I, I dig as much as, you know, as an, as the next guy, because I, that's just, I love that shit. Um, I love that retro nineties feel. Um, cause it, it, I, I feel that's something that's missing, um, in music today. I mean that just that sound. Um, don't get me wrong. I mean, I love my, my hardcore and I love my, my metal and I love, you know, all this other stuff, but at the same time, it's nothing like listening to a band that's bringing back that retro vibe of, you know, nineties, um, that nineties style of, you know, grunge or punk, um, which I just really fucking dig. And it's, it, you guys really pulled it off nicely. Well, thank you. Thank you, man. No problem. So, um, I know you mentioned that you were a big Nirvana guy. Um, which I hate to say I never was. Um, I, I just never understood. That's okay. Yeah, I just never understood Kurt Cobain. I, I mean, he might have been a great lyricist, but as far as, like, you know, the band as a whole, I, I just, you know, I, I think it was definitely a... It's not for you. Just not for me at all. I was more of a Pearl Jam guy, um, as far as grunge goes. Um, but what were some of the other guys' influences? Well, well, first of all, the fact that you're not a Nirvana guy really pisses me yeah, off. <laughs> Dude, where's the toilet? So something as I've become an adult, music subjective. You like what you like. It yeah. doesn't matter. Like, and that's cool. Pearl Jam's fucking awesome. I love Pearl Jam. Yeah, they are great. Eddie Vedder's a monster. As I get older, I I hear like the stuff wasn't on the radio from Pearl Jam where they're just rocking out with like you know, three guitars, and it's it's badass. They have, like, some punk kind of tunes. The, the, really stuff, like. the stuff after it's Versus, really... I was actually really impressed with. I thought they actually did a really good job on a lot of those, like, mid-90s. kind of. They had their whole Ticketmaster thing where they kind of fell off yeah. the face of the planet for, like, a year or two, but I thought the stuff that they put out during that was really good. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. to get to your point, back to the question, I really like, for a grunge, like, Soundgarden, Mountain Chains, Mudhoney... I like a lot of stuff on K Records, like Beat Happening. Um, and we're huge punk rock fans. We're huge, like classic metal fans. Uh, I don't know. You guys throw some bands out there. Uh, I mean, a lot, a lot of my personal influences fall fall kind of largely outside of that category. So I don't know. That's okay. I don't want to list off a bunch of bands that aren't like that. But I, I grew up on a lot of like blues and classic rock, uh, like '60s and '70s rock. Uh, and then I got really into like kind of like that Sunday, that kind of like uh, uh, East Coast, like uh, like I don't know, almost alternative emo-y kind of scene for a little bit. I was super into that punk rock, playing playing play guitar like Green Day and Blake One Eighty Two. That's where a lot of this for the bass comes from. But... We're huge fans of Minneapolis independent rock, yeah. Replacements, Husker Du, Soul Asylum, sure. Babes in Toyland. The current scene here is great. Ahem, um, Ultrasounds. Houston, 
uh, shit like that. Murph, it, uh, you know, just there's a there's a very vibrant underground Filthy scene Famous here. Is Filthy good. Famous is pretty good. Let's <laughs> all name other bands. Uh, man, I haven't heard the name Soul Asylum in a long ass time. Yeah, it's got this connotation of just being like '90s. It's pretty '90s, but it's awesome. It's great. Those guys are great. They There's really were. In the, in the '80s, his favorite stuff is like when they were on like Twin Tone, Twin Tone and like all the all the the early stuff, like '84 to like '89. Hang Time's a great record. Of course, they were in on Times Incinerator, all that shit. I mean, I yeah, I love early Soul Asylum. Loud Fast Rules. You yeah, know. Loud Fast Rules. Yeah, I, I yeah, forgot they were from. I'm, I'm kind of I'm kind of a hardcore guy too. Minor Threat, Black Flag, Bad Descendants. Brains, Descendants, shit like that. Yeah, like gotta love the Ramones. Yeah, Pistols dude. Clash. Been on a Beatles kick lately. Oh, dude, Beatles. White Stripes is a huge influence too. I like those guys a lot. So you I can think... hear that and get your kicks, dude. When I was just doing like I didn't know what to do for the verse, I'm gonna do like a Meg White. Boo, boo, yeah, boo, 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 Yeah, that one, that one has boo. a big time uh, White Stripes vibe. Well, actually, when we were doing when we first started, we started this band in high school, by the way. Mm-hmm. So we we're really young, and uh, yeah, I think when we were starting, we were listening to a lot of the Thermals and like Black Rebel Motorcycle Club. Like, I think influenced a lot of influences. like of like yeah, what's going on and get your kick. You can really hear that in there and like the thumpy strokes. bass tones. Yeah, the, the strokes, vines. the vines, the all that like that garage rock revival stuff. Mm. Like, I feel like. Sometimes, like, we're a band that, like, would have fit right in with, like, that music of, like, you know, 15, 20 years ago coming I'd, out of that. I'd, yeah. I'd say between Jack and I, the, commonal- the, the commonality was grunge, but then we timed the contemporary music, too. That's really what we were into yeah, as well. The, this would like, have been, like, 2005, and 2006. rock and indie or whatever you want to call it, you know. Just, so Just our, like, the generation that kind of came up right before us. Arctic Monkeys, like, all that stuff. Yeah, hell yeah that were just slightly older than we were and we looked, you know, we looked up to and um, wanted to be like, you know, and it's great, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, I, again, like I said, I've heard the whole album. Um, Get Your Kicks is definitely up there as far as one of my favorite songs in the album. Um, but it's got, like I said, it's got that retro 90s vibe and you guys pulled it off, but you pulled it off with a modern touch to it and it just sounds fucking amazing. I mean, there's no two ways around it. It just sounds good. It's a good album. Um, you know, and you guys should be fucking proud of yourselves. I mean, and I mean that sincerely. Thank you. Thanks, man. Thank you. Um, you know, the music video was really cool. I like how you guys did that Forget Your Kicks. Um, you know, kind of showing who you guys were and then the fact that you, you know, you'd work with Jack. Um, you know, you the whole studio sound, the whole studio vibe to it. I loved it. It was a good fucking um, music video, um, which, by the way, is linked in the description of the video and the podcast. Um, you know, it, it's it's just you guys just did a great job, and you guys should be really proud of yourselves. Thank you very much, man. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. I mean, it, you guys just you guys kicked ass, and you know, it's it's what the world needs right now is another shot in the ass of new music um it's different too which again I, I really dig it's unlike anything else that's out there right now as far as i know um and i i'm pretty you know wide open as far as you know my rock um listening skills go <laughs> but um again you guys should be super proud and i hope you guys do nothing but the best with this and continue to kick ass and just 
show 2021, what you guys are made of. And as soon as you guys can tour, if you guys make it over here to the D.C. area, let me know, and I'll be I'll, I'll be in the front fucking row. Absolutely. Cheers, man. Hell yeah. Yes. Thank you very much. Hey, Thank no you. problem, guys. You have a good one now, and we'll talk again soon. I appreciate it. Sounds we great. Thanks for having you. us. No problem. Have, have a good one now. Bye-bye. You too. Take it easy. All right, guys, and that's our show for the night. Kind of a, a quick one. Um, going to go watch the game. Right now, it's... There's seven minutes left in the first quarter. Obama is up seven to zero. Um, it's been rough and tumble this entire game. And if you're watching it on the way to work tomorrow, you I mean you listen to this on the way to work tomorrow, you already know what's going on if you're a football fan. But it's a good game so far, and um, we'll see how it goes the rest of the night. But definitely, definitely, definitely check out Soviet Machines. The album is fantastic, fan fucking tastic. Link is in the description for the video and everything else you guys need for them. It's on Spotify, Apple, the whole nine yards. Go check it out. All right. And that's our show for tonight. Thank you very much for being here. You guys know how much I fucking love you. So be happy. Be healthy. And as always, be fucking heavy. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Peace.